0: Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show where a man completely immersed in anime culture torments his co-host, who is only allowed to watch the shows featured here. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext. Alongside over 100 hours of exclusive bonus material, all episodes uploaded to Patreon are completely ad-free, even to non-patrons. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context. The show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime.
1: And I am uncomfortable with the fact that I am seeing myself talking to a microphone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dylan Kreider. I'm Sean Rollins. So Sean, I have three stories for you today in a lead up to telling you about what this week's episode is going to be.
1: That's a hell of a preamble. Like, what kind of stories are we talking? Like, we're not talking like, Tolkien-esque epics are, are We are no, we talking like no. uh, Dylan Some small anecdotes? Things.
0: Dylan anecdotes, for the most part. Okay. So the first thing is about a very particular movie that I had experience with growing up. Um, it definitely helped shape me as a person. It got me into, helped shape a lot of my musical taste, as well as my film taste, and eventually led me down the hole that led me to Rocky Horror, and uh, later, um de Vampire, things like that.
1: Ah, your Bisexual Awakening.
0: Am related I wrong? at least, related at least. <laughs> so um, I'm going to tell you about a movie called Streets of Fire. Are you familiar with it, Sean?
1: I've heard the name. I don't know if I've seen it though.
0: So Streets of Fire was not originally meant to be the movie. It ended up being. It was meant to be. I think a Tom Petty or Bruce Springsteen was supposed to do the music for it. Whichever one actually has a song called Streets of Fire.
1: Top of my head, that sounds more like a Bruce Springsteen type of thing,
0: but, uh... Probably. However, what it ended up being was the music ended up being done by a man called Jim Steinman. Uh, Jim Steinman was the collaborator with Meatloaf for the majority of his musical career, Uh, also ended up um, writing a musical called Tense to Vampire. He also, uh, if you know the song Nowhere Fast, um, Holding Out for a Hero, Mm, Tonight is What It Means to be Young, yep, Um, all those were written by Jim Steinman. He was absolutely fantastic. Wonderful producer and writer. Bit of an egomaniac, but you know, that's I mean all, what that's producer is it? Really. Yeah, that, that's the music industry for you. Anyway, he had a film. Uh he worked end up um doing all the most, not all, of the songs for a film called Streets of Fire. Streets of Fire is very interesting rock rock opera's a solid way to put it because some of the songs are diegetic, others aren't. Okay. But it is about a man who shoots up Burrow trying to rescue his musician ex-girlfriend from Willem Dafoe.
1: Whew, okay, um...
0: It is one of my favorite films of all time. I fucking love Streets of Fire. That so.
1: seems <laughs> excessive, but uh, hey, I mean...
0: I mean, it, she was kidnapped by a motorcycle gang who had control of the Burrow. It, it's its own thing.
1: Okay, alright. It feels very. It sounds very
0: 80s oh god yeah it is so great anyway um there was there's an actor in streets of fire his name is michael Pare. he hasn't been in much in his life uh, rick okay. moranis by the way is also in it playing a mean version of the normal sniveling rick moranis that we see it it's great fucking well anyway so michael Pare has not really been in that much. Uh, he hasn't, I don't think he's actually been in anything that's above maybe like a seven on IMD. Uh, uh, that's, he, not, that's not great. Despite the Streets of Fire, he did great. He was like setting himself up to be a fucking action star. Like mm-hmm. the kind of uh, like romantic action star, like that you could have almost seen Bruce Willis being at some point before he went bald or went a little nuts. I, well, and I mean, lost his hearing. Anyway. yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, But Michael Perret really hasn't been in much. He did start having a bit of a resurgence. Uh, I think in the mid-2010s, he started being in a lot more things. But he went like a dead without being in anything uh, shortly after Streets of Fire. That is story number one.
1: So you just told me the story about this movie and this man, but that's not what we're watching.
0: It's related. Okay. This is an introduction to Michael Perret and Streets of Fire. Okay. Next is a little story about a man called Noah Luke.
1: Mm, He's got two first names.
0: Yeah, you can't trust... Also, I don't think I could trust a man, an adult man with the name Noah. (laughs) If there are
1: any Noahs out there who would like to disagree, feel free to let us know.
0: I don't know, my guy, so... Ha. So anyway, uh, Noah Luke is best described as working on, like, sub-Sci-Fi Channel tier schlock. Okay. Uh, He has worked on such films as Titanic 666.
1: Is that just the Titanic, but with Satan?
0: Let's find out, shall we? He was the second unit director of photography, so basically he was one of the cinematographers. Right. Uh, Dark forces from the deep rise to the surface, terrorizing all aboard from Titanic 3, and threatens to repeat one of history's greatest disasters.
1: Wait, 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 so this isn't even the OG Titanic? This is just Titanic 3? What happened to Titanic 2?
0: You've seen the Doctor Who episode. (laughs) I suppose that's a fair point. So, uh, he also is involved as such lovely films as Thor God of Thunder from 2022.
1: Okay, I've heard good things about that one.
0: No, Sean, that's Thor Love and Thunder.
1: Oh, Thor oh what's that one?
0: God of Thunder is a film from 2022, directed by Noah Lute. Uh, it's an hour and 27 minutes. IMDb's rating is 2.3 out of 10, with 417 people rating it.
1: Oh, that's bad.
0: Thor's villainous uncle Loki has escaped Asgard to search for Yggdrasil. The tree holds the power of the universe. With the help of the wolf god Fenrir, Loki plans to destroy the tree and replant it in his image, giving him dominion over all.
1: Sounds like somebody did not read any Norse mythology. That's nope. pretty fucking bad, dude. <laughs> and not it even mentioning no it. that.
0: Yeah, not even mentioning that Fenrir's and L- Loki's son. It's. uh Noah Luke is also the director of uh, Mooncrash. Not Moon Crash One Word, uh, which was a popular film from a couple years ago, if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, this is a different one, Mooncrash 2022, which the uh, description is, A global steel company is working with an aerospace partner to extract lunar material. When a drilling accident causes a giant piece of the moon to break off, it goes on a collision course with Earth.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Just breaks it off, huh?
0: Just somehow fucking cracks the moon in half. That was, there was a TV show, I don't know how many episodes it had, maybe like three before it got cancelled, it may have had a full season, called Three Moons Over Milford. Are you familiar?
1: Not at all, no.
0: So, uh, an asteroid hits the moon, the moon cracks into three pieces, and they're barely holding in Earth's orbit. Uh, Humanity knows that when those pieces fall, we're all fucking dead, and it's... People, it's just like a sitcom, people just kind of chilling and surviving, knowing that the world is going to end any minute, and they're just doing what they can. Okay. The only thing I remember from it is some dudes mowing the lawn buck naked in, like, the intro scene, because he's just saying, fuck it.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, good for him, I guess. <laughs>
0: Dude, can you imagine the grass getting everywhere? No, thank you.
1: Yeah, no, like, I, I, it's not something I would do. Like, yeah. that's not my first outdoor naked activity, right? Like, if I'm going to do an outdoor naked activity, it's not going to be yard work. Like I'd want some ah, skiing. Gotcha. Oh God, you get sunburned and you would freeze to death. That, that's a horrible idea.
0: So introducing you to Noah Luke is story number
2: two.
1: Okay, so we've got we've got a actor who was in one thing that you enjoyed back in the day, and then a director who makes a bunch of schlock. Yeah, I don't like the combination of that, my guy.
0: <laughs> the final story is a story about our Patreon.
1: Okay, I thought I had an idea of where this was going. Now I have no fucking clue. Uh, pardon?
0: On January 19th, I posted a poll oh, yes, saying yes, 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 what yes. should Dylan show Sean? Here in a few weeks, Dylan will be taking over and forcing to watch, and forcing Sean to watch a show for the podcast. What would you like to hear the two of them discuss? The options were a fun, niche live-action adaptation, potentially the worst live-action adaptation,
1: a lot of people something etchy.
0: I guess this is that. anime, and talk about a light novel you cowards All
1: right so i i didn't see what the final results of the poll were but i do distinctly remember there was like a lot of back and forth between horny etchy and uh the worst live action adaptation i think is what it was mm-hmm. uh i think that oh fuck okay i'm putting these the together i've taken one and the other i've smashed them together they've made a horrible horrible baby and I can only imagine what we're going to be watching, and I, I'm i just going to ask you one simple question. Uh, no, yeah. Could we not? No. <laughs> Damn it. I was hoping. I was hoping that would get you. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay.
0: The I'm winner, myself. by a single percent, which could be anywhere from one to four votes, given the number of votes involved and how Patreon does their rounding, is potentially the worst live action adaptation with 41% of the vote. People tried really hard and for a while they were break fucking even between potentially the worst live action and something edgy. And if that happened, I was going to find some combination of the two.
1: You would have just shown me a very awful porn, like live action porn version of whatever you show me. Yeah, probably. Like that, 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 that's like the natural, uh, coincide because there are no rules when, uh, you take over, uh, and there are no rules when you are a guest either. Like, it's just, the only rules that exist are between me and Remington when yeah. I'm in the host. seat. Those are the only time rules exist. So you could, this could be about fucking anything. And I'm starting to think that maybe talking about porn would be easier than what you're probably going to make me watch. Uh,
0: so by the way, um, because it was so close, we will be doing a patron bonus episode for the runner-up at some um, point. Great, cool.
2: <laughs> Double the pain. It's,
0: it's going to be a fun one. This one will actually be a fun one. Trust me on that. Okay. So, now, Sean, what do you think the most popular anime on Mal is?
1: Well, I know what the most popular anime on Mal is. Yeah. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is currently uh, free and beyond Journey's End. Wrong. Oh,
0: did it finally get knocked out of its slot? If you go to Mal at the time of recording and you go to Mal's popularity, not their ranks, just popularity.
1: Okay, see, that's different.
0: The number one show. Now, if you want to guess on that without looking at your phone, the Number one by popularity, not by actual votes. What would you guess?
1: Popularity? Yeah. Um, I would say, like, Full Metal Alchemist would be the safe guess, right? Because I mean, that's... that would
0: be a safe guess. It's been ranked. I mean, the Full Metal Alchemist stands have kept it ranked number one in every category for fucking years. Yep. Only uh, but... as of late have they kind of toned it down with their mouth. Yeah, posted. but
1: if I know anything about popularity uh, polls, uh, I think Attack on Titan is probably. Your quantity of fan base and how it ended recently.
0: You are correct. Yeah. Uh, shingeki no Kyojin is ranked number one by popularity. It's ranked number one hundred and twelve by score with an eight point five four on Mal. Just
1: the OG season, though.
0: Yeah, just the OG season. I yeah, gives more recent seasons rest, are right?
1: higher up on the list. And for a hot one of the final seasons, part whatever, where it was at the yeah. top as well. Yeah, I forgot
0: Mal does that. It makes each season its own separate show yep. and how it breaks things. You got him.
1: You gotta, because yeah, you you do have to of production because production and time between so things. huge.
0: Yeah, so Look, they, Sean, they,
1: they didn't make a live action t- Attack on Titan, did they? Oh my god, if they did, it would be awful. No, so they'll no, they'll no, no but
0: they did actually make a live action Attack on Titan back in 2015.
1: Oh god, it, it, especially back then, it would have been awful. Right,
0: Attack on Titan Part One is what the movie was called. Mm-hmm. We're not watching that.
1: Okay, thank God. That, that, I, I would, it would just make me angry.
0: <laughs> We're watching Attack on Titan from 2022. What? In 2022, there was a film released by Noah Luke, starring Michael Perret, entitled Attack on Titan.
1: Any relation to the anime? Fuck no! <laughs> so the, it's just blatant plagiarism then.
0: <laughs> do you know what film, do you know what studio released this? What? The Asylum. Are you familiar with The Asylum, Sean? Not that I can think of. The Asylum are renowned for such films as Atlantic Rim. Uh, no, no. Sharknado 3, Sharknado 2, but I don't think Sharknado 1. Uh, hey? Avengers Grimm, Meth Gator, The Little Mermaid, but not that Little Mermaid. I mean, obviously. Transmorphers. Sharkwaters, <laughs> yeah. Bullet Train Down, Top Gunner Danger Zone, Jurassic Domination, Robot Apocalypse.
1: Are you sure these aren't porn parodies?
0: These are asylum mockbusters. They are worse. By the way, worse. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, How
1: could it's... it be worse than a porn parody?
0: Porn parodies have creativity behind them, Sean.
1: Yeah, I suppose that's true.
0: So, uh, by the way, would you like to hear the description for the attack on titan we're gonna be watching
1: okay sure why not
0: titan rebels attack earthlings preventing them from obtaining sustainable h2o reserves from its inhabitants
1: what that sounds kind of familiar why does that sound familiar
0: because that's the description of so many different sci-fi films about colonialization yeah i mean there's a similar thing to that to um total recall Okay, and yeah, that might have been. Even him. The Expanse had some similar plot lines.
1: Yeah, like, but but they call, but they say attack, attack it, does it take, titans. does it take place on the moon Titan?
0: From Ganymede to Titan, uh, the rebels are from Titan.
1: But the, re, but the rebels are attacking elsewhere? No, who's attacking?
0: Titan rebels attack <laughs> Earthlings, preventing them from inhabiting sustainable H2O reserves from its inhabitants. So implying... the Titans are the ones
1: that are attacking, it's not attacking on the Titans.
0: It makes about as much sense as the other thing, but uh, it, it, at least it, the in the description... Attack on Titan,
1: the anime, it's like, oh yeah, we want to attack on these titans, like that's the goal. But no, attack no, this is these can look, ass man, I, wordplay. I'm I'm not here to try and justify and defend Attack on Titan. My point is, is like even that is better than whatever the fuck is going on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm
1: scared. I'm spooked. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm scared because like it it sounds like bad sci-fi schlock. How's this an anime adaptation? It's not. Isn't that what won the poll?
0: Potentially the worst anime adaptation. Now there's multiple ways to interpret that. Potentially the worst anime adaptation is in the worst quality film that is an anime adaptation or the worst attempt at adapting an anime.
1: But you said but this is doing neither of those things.
0: This is Attack on Titan.
1: But uh, but that's just the name. This is just the name. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm a doctor, but I'm a doctor of philosophy. I can't help you feel better. That, that, like, that's, there's not, but that doesn't mean I just, but I don't want to watch sci-fi schlock. It's going to be boring.
0: <laughs> With any luck, this is going to be something worth discussing. It'll be your introduction to the asylum verse of shitty films.
1: I mean, I've seen the OG Sharknado, but apparently they didn't do that one, so...
0: I, they may not have, I'm going to double-check. Let me just go to their page and search Shark. So oh. their uh, their first Shark film was Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus in 2009. Then Mega Shark vs. Crocosaurus. Then Two-Headed Shark Attack. They did release Sharknado in 2013, so that was
1: Okay, alright, well... Maybe there'll be some entertainment value, but, oh god, oh, I just just don't want to be boring, that's all I ask. Like, at least with bad horror movies, you can get away with cheesy gore and stupid nudity. Like, you can get away with that kind of thing, but in bad sci-fi movies, it's usually, it usually misses the point of sci-fi. I just, I don't, I don't know, I don't understand. Why are you looking like that? I can see your face, and I'm not used to it, but you look concerned.
0: So in 2013, the same year Asylum released Sharknado, uh, Atlantic Rim, and A.E. Apocalypse Earth, which is apparently a rip-off of After Earth Oblivion, they released a film called Alone for Christmas, which is also known as Bone Alone. Um, That is a porn parody, right? Alone for Christmas, also known as Bone Alone?
1: I mean, if you're gonna be Bone Alone, like, that's... That doesn't sound like a porn parody, man. That just sounds like uh, a uh, sad uh, night alone, if anything.
0: Okay, fair. Oh, God. Yeah. The, fuck it. Sorry, I need to get away from Asylum's Wikipedia. They're, they're fucking. Yeah, you're going to be stuck
1: down that rabbit hole forever. So, is there anything else I need to know, or are we just going to go and watch this monstrosity?
0: No, that's all you really need to know. You and I are both of us. I'm, I'm going to be watching this one with you, Sean. I want to go through this with you. Mainly because. Oh, so you Island haven't watched Tri- it before,
1: and You don't know what God, we're going no. into.
0: Oh, no Christ. because the only way you can get it is by renting it and I don't want to have to rent it twice
1: uh God damn it you're still <laughs> look taking a leaf out of Remington's book doesn't give me confidence that's all I'm telling you
0: <laughs> I mean I am going to be watching this so I'm doing... I'm doing more than Remington
1: that is true you do put yourself through the same things uh as you put me through oh just so wait until you... we end
0: up watching dr Whore. pardon huh anyway <laughs> We'll be right back after watching 2022's Attack on Titan. Yay! Hey folks! Life can be pretty busy sometimes,
1: and it's hard to balance making healthy diet decisions when you already have so much to do. And that's why I'm excited that we've partnered with Factor. I'll be honest, my eating habits haven't always been the best, between skipping meals, unhealthy choices, and late night fast food runs after a recording session. It's hard to keep on top of making sure I'm eating healthy when I have so many projects. That's where Factor comes in. Instead of setting aside my weekend to meal prep for the next week, I get a box of chef prepared dietitian dietician-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. Their high-quality, fresh, never-frozen meals are easily prepared in either the microwave or in the oven and are ready in just two minutes, so it's easy to ensure you are making good food choices. No matter your dietary restrictions or preferences, Factor has over 35 meal options available every week that are sure to leave you satisfied. From their vegan and veggie options to their calorie-smart meals that are less than 600 calories per serving, Factor is sure to have something for you. And Factor isn't just for dinner, they have over 55 different options from breakfast, grab-and-go snacks, smoothies, and juice shots, to help you with whatever your health and diet goals for the new year may be. Roll in the new year in a smart and healthy way with Factor. Head to factormeals.com AOOC50 and use code AOOC50 to get 50% off. That's code AOOC50 at factormeals.com slash AOOC50 to get 50% off.
0: Ladies, gentlemen, those of you otherwise concerned, we are back after watching 2022's Attack on Titan. And Sean, I know we watched this movie just the other night, but do you remember a single fucking thing?
1: Oh yeah, no, I remember everything, and by that I mean... Is the most generic brand of schlock imaginable. Uh, It is every bad sci-fi trope smushed into one. So it is simultaneously the most forgettable film on the face of the planet, but also the most, like, horrifically thought and conceived sci-fi film I've ever seen. Like, it's ugly to look at. The prop work is from, like, your dollar store and Goodwill. The costume design is quite lit- I shit you not! There are masks that are just Reaper from Overwatch. Spray-painted silver. Silver. Yep. (laughs) And everything about this movie is... What would happen if you told someone, hey, I need you to make a sci-fi movie, and have them be like, uh, put everything you know about sci-fi into it when they have just the most tangential knowledge? Uh, Space! Yeah, there's space, and there's moons... Moons are good. Planets, planets are, are fun, but we're only gonna have the one planet in the background. We'll talk about Earth a lot, we'll never actually get there. Ah, uh, but space battles, those are important. I remember those in Star Wars. They were super cool. Okay, so what budget do we have? What's a budget? What's a budget. You don't need a budget. This movie was made for tax purposes. That's my that's my thought process. That's my headcanon, because there's no nobody's gonna be making bank off of this movie. Like there's no passion in it. It is very dead. Uh the supposed uh star of the show that you introduced me to at the beginning of this movie is is a side character that serves, quite frankly, no purpose uh, aside from being the general who may have been a bad guy but there he wasn't really a bad guy he was just... They, you know, they
0: didn't elaborate on it really. They didn't he elaborate just, on anything yeah.
1: they didn't elaborate on anything, right? So the whole premise of this movie, right, is that uh, they need water Okay, classic space time conundrum they need water uh-huh. and they need to get it back to uh, Earth, uh, uh, oh, sabotage, uh, the local alien rebels, which I guess they were just alien rebels, which, uh, yikes, uh, oh, this movie's racist. Oh no.
0: <laughs> oh God. The alien design. Oh my God.
1: Uh, yes. Blue with a bit of stuff on their face. That's the alien design. And it is, ooh, everything about it is very like early seventies, Star Trek, xenophobic bullshit. It is who it is concerning. There was some uh, racist undertones underneath the whole thing. Because it turns out the bad guys were just a rebel faction of the alien people. Mm, go figure.
0: Yeah. We have no idea who any of them were. They were all completely nameless and faceless, but hey. But they were bad guys. They made a neutron, not a neutron bomb, was it an antimatter bomb? Is that the yeah, term Yeah, it was an
1: antimatter something or other, which hilariously was just a, like a plastic Nerf football uh, spray-painted silver is what it looked like. <laughs> Uh, with some bits glued onto it uh, and it was like, it fit in like their hands and like supposedly it was able to detonate in a three kilometer radius, which first, pfft, that's a whole can of worms we don't need to talk about uh, but the whole point of this movie right, as far as I can see the, the way the plot line goes from point A to point B starts out with the rebels engaging in combat uh, trying to fuck up the humans uh, so that the humans will send a "Quote unquote rescue ship to get both the oh god water energy crystals and life crystals Sean life crystals come on little keep on sci-fi MacGuffin okay every sci-fi MacGuffin you can think of uh they wanted to have them and have this rescue force bring in a bunch of ordnance uh to re- to hopefully rescue the person the crystals and the water was like the whole goal mm-hmm. and the plan was for them to come in there." successfully rescue it, then capture the ship and get the particle accelerator, I think is what they called it. Couldn't be Uh, impossible. yes,
0: the microwave.
1: Yes. And so that they could convert it into an antimatter bomb and then use that to attack Earth. First of all, horrible fucking plan. Oh, yeah. Because it seems like they didn't need it, quite frankly. They just had a fleet of alien ships and they were, quite frankly, by the end of this movie, going to attack and conquer Earth, except for they used the bomb that they created to stop them in their tracks which makes the whole like line of thought from everybody involved really fucking stupid so because it was very much like okay we gotta take every cool thought and plot point from every generic sci-fi movie ever and smash them into one that way people will be entertained enough to give us just enough money so that we can get our tax back
0: and so sean you mentioned it having you know Every sort of sci-fi plot just kind of thrown together in one in some sort of hot dish or casserole. Yes. Now, the thing that sci-fi does usually really well, uh, aside from world building, is characters, Uh, because (laughs) good sci-fi has a is not the alien world alien. The sci-fi aspects of it are a lot to do with, but good sci-fi is deeply human. So that's
1: what made Star Trek so good back in the day. Because they didn't have the best budget ever, but they made some amazing stuff. Yeah. Like, even so, for some of the bad stuff in the 70s.
0: What what, what would you say about the characters of oh, this Oh, the
1: characters. Oh, it's very important. Gl- I'm glad you brought them up. So the characters are as follows. That's all the characters. That's all of them. It is It is a loose trope applied to a bunch of faces uh, and some names. You're not going to get any of the names, folks, because they are about as generic as you can get. Uh, it's set up in, like, a sci-fi military thing trying to pay homage to things like The Expanse and Alien. I say pay homage. Trying to steal from The Expanse and Alien. And they're all militaristic. Uh, and you've got the, the hard-ass Admiral Chick whose uniform of choice is a crop top.
0: With with uh With a harness, harness that
1: very much accentuates her boobs. Very important that you have that. Uh, the, then you have uh, her co-star, I Yes, uh, the rough-and-tumble captain who has a bad history with her specifically, and wants to go and rescue his, uh, his love interest who is trapped on the attacked Titan. Uh, yeah, by the way, for, the, for a movie called Attack on Titan, there's not much attacking on Titan happening at all.
2: The, the
0: ship crashed on Titan.
1: That's not that an attack. On, That's they attacked not an them. attack.
0: They attacked them while they were on Titan. There was an attack
2: on Titan. No,
1: no, 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 no. That... That is an accident. That is an accident on Titan, much like this film. This is an accident. A very purposeful accident. Like, this is what happens when people run into traffic trying to get insurance money. That, that's what this movie felt like to me. And it just made me so goddamn angry. Um, but other characters, you're probably thinking, okay, well, you, got, you described two. And you mentioned, like, a love interest. That's kind of a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's supposedly, like, an engineer, pilot, scientist, all in one. Uh, but, yeah. you know. Uh, okay, what about the rest of crew? There are about, like, four other people. Okay. You've got the black guy. He's an engineer. She's an engineer. You've got the very bad Irish accent lady. She's an engineer. And then the very handsome doctor character.
0: He was very handsome.
1: He was very handsome. Yeah. That's it. What are their refining character traits? Told them to you. That's it. That's all of them. Uh, at one point, one of them says, "Oh, I'm a scientist, not a do- not a doctor." Blah 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 blah. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Me I forgot want, about that.
0: I, it
1: made mm-hmm. me want to commit Sudoku.
0: I live think it, on the at that exact time, both of us from opposite ends of the house shouted, "Oh, fuck you!" Yeah, you don't get which... to make that reference unless you make good sci-fi. Yeah, no. That you is can't a right of fucking passage. That out there.
1: The only thing they didn't do was put a fucking Wilhelm scream in, which I must have took a lot of restraint.
0: They might have strength. during the first scene where the Titan rubble. This is the one positive face.
1: thing I have to say about this film. Don't let, don't make me take it away from them. Don't make me take it away from them. It's all I. So, it's all I can give them. Oh, and you think to yourself, okay, well, they may be generic characters, but at least do they die in interesting ways? Ah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They do. They first, the first person to go down uh, is the Asian chick. Concerning, uh, but it's okay because she's just in a coma after being shot in the gut. At least we think she was shot in the gut it just looked like they smeared a bit of red jam on their on her belly yeah uh, there's no effect of
0: her actually getting shot uh there was a cutaway of someone shooting and then she fell on the ground when it cut back to her
1: yeah and it f- abysmal just like, but i was like okay at least they're at least they're killing things that's nice uh and then they were like oh no no no, we got her she's in a coma it's fine it's like okay i guess they're not going to commit to killing her that's fine that's fine whatever the next scene who should fully die and be the only, like, human character who actively dies on screen in the movie, the one black guy.
0: We do see a couple deaths at the beginning when the ship is they initially attacked. That, okay? They
1: well, do I mean. not count. They, tried, they put emphasis on this to make it an actual character death, not just a set piece.
0: So you mentioned the love interest. There's a very important thing about her. There's a couple things about her that weren't brought up. Uh, you know, the fact that she is fucking immortal
1: oh yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah so one of the key plot points is oh she might have still been alive after she was in this horrible attack which yeah. it's like which, okay sure i can maybe buy that uh we then find out uh she had been quote-unquote
0: surviving on this wreckage of a ship for weeks no this ship had no atmosphere no life support she was surviving using only her visor which they established at the beginning of the film only had maybe an hour's worth of air.
1: Correct, because they had a whole scene in the middle of it where they had to, their life support was down and they had to keep it off so that they didn't get discovered, which again, uh, bad, bad organization writing, but they wanted a tense scene where it's like, oh no, everybody's gonna suffocate, which the second you run out of air doesn't mean you're going to immediately suffocate, that takes time. Not a lot of time, but enough time, you can do without air for a little bit to get one or two things done before you've completely pass out the second oxygen went to zero for everybody except for the protagonist uh they all they immediately all like
2: fucking
0: mm. dropped it was passed hilarious.
1: out yeah. uh so this love interest uh scientist lady was apparently able to survive for weeks on this thing which is insane and they also at some point mention a time frame of six months which i don't think was applying to how long she's been around but no, they speci- got, they yeah. specify 6 months like maybe from when she was originally deployed from when he last saw her i think but I they think were that not clear it, about yeah. it so there was a lot of points in this movie where we were like how has she been alive for 6 months and they have faster yeah. than light travel so getting to and from titan is not an issue
0: no they accomplished that and i think they mentioned it was 45 seconds at one point
1: yeah which Means that they waited
0: weeks to go and inspect this, which is so funny to me.
1: Everything about this movie is so poorly thought out in a plotline uh, perspective. I could improvise a DD one shot that is far more cohesive and interesting in the span of five minutes before that would, that would make this movie. This movie would not compare it to that. That's how poorly thought out and written it is. Like they put extensive thought into getting every little be of a sci-fi movie out so that they could you know uh shell out the movie quickly uh and so cutting back to the characters and death you know uh death is a a very important thing in sci-fi you gotta have people die otherwise you know stakes are not that great because you're dealing with planet-sized issues that if you can't kill a single character convincingly you're gonna have problems so they've already faked us out with one death once all right and then they committed to another death so it's like okay so now that somebody has officially died now we can actually start killing characters off. Yeah. And I, I thought, okay, they, can't, they, they, have their, they have their in. They've already pulled the trigger. <laughs> Granted, they pulled the trigger on the stereotype that...
0: Kill the black guy first. <laughs> which
1: rarely happens in good films, but is a trope that shouldn't exist in the year of our Lord 2022 when this was made. And I was like, okay, well, at least we'll get to see some of these other pretty people bite it. No. Instead, we get two, like our two quote unquote central protagonists, a prop top admiral and a disgruntled captain. A disgruntled captain is trapped behind a wall at some point in a mine. Don't worry about it. It's not important. But he has a bomb and he's like, okay, I can get you guys out by breaking down this wall, but I've got to blow it up. And there are guys coming at me. This is it for me. Blows it up. And then literally three seconds later, is like, I made it, guys. And I'm just like, well, well, okay, cool. I mean, I didn't care about you to begin with, but now you've gone and tried to. But then you're like, oh, I'm back. You remember Lord of the Rings when Aragorn came back? You remember how great that was? Yeah. You don't get that, sir. You do not get that, sir.
2: Hmm.
1: And what ended up happening after that was the whole kerfuffle of them trying to race back to uh, get to the Armada. Uh, and defend the planet Earth using the antimatter bomb that they created, and of course, because
0: the Titan Rebels have their own antimatter bomb. Naturally. No, no, no. They just had the one.
1: They just had the Did one they that they left one? behind. Oh,
0: God. They had the one they left behind. Yeah.
2: They left it behind, right? I thought because they had be enough fair,
0: stuff our... to make another, but they didn't. Yeah,
1: our crew stole the antimatter bomb when breaking out. Mm-hmm. The rest of the crew, which is uh, so, but they conceded on their attack, anyways. And it lo- things were looking bad. Like, it they didn't, looks like they didn't need help for the bomb. And the only way they could think to deal with it is to use the antimatter bomb to uh, decimate the fleet. Because, again, it explodes in a three-kilometer radius, which is pretty fucking huge. And you'd think that anything that can make that kind of explosion would be decimated uh, point-blank range. Uh, so, of course, what do you do? It's the end of a sci-fi movie. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta give the Covenant
0: back their bomb. You gotta have that heroic sacrifice. So, yeah.
1: Admiral Mc uh, Crop Top loads up the bomb in a fighter, charges valiantly into the center of the fleet. It detonates three-kilometer bomb, three-kilometer bomb, completely devastates. Uh, the the fleet saves fleet. the day, and then it cuts to everybody in a bar honoring her memory, and then they get a phone call saying, Hey guys, can you come pick me up? I made it! And she's just floating in space. But off-camera on the ground, so they didn't actually make her float, they just kind of had like her body just kind of doing like, Woo! With her lower half cut off on the bottom of the screen. So like, Oh, I'm in space! simon space and then that's how the movie ends and i am fucking furious this movie did not need to be talked about dylan the only thing that makes it somewhat relevant to our show is the fact that they stole a fucking name from one of the most popular televised anime in the past decade
0: which what the fuck Eh? so by the way something i don't know if we actually caught on this we mentioned there was a lot of sexual tension between every one of the main actors during this entire show sexual tension but yes did you know that the two female leads were sisters no i don't think that was brought
1: up at all I, i like they it was very clear that they knew each other but it was never mentioned that oh yeah no
0: we're sisters yeah no there was a lot of sexual tension in between their scenes it was kind of like the folgers coffee commercial but they're the quincy sisters apparently i was checking imdb earlier and also quincy is spelled wrong it's quince yeah, no,
1: they did. They they tried like the to have like a sci-fi flirt. spelling. Yeah, they wanted it to be sci-fi spelling because you know you gotta you gotta have a how else are you gonna make it sci-fi? You spell
0: shit wrong. Uh,
1: whereas in fantasy, you spell shit wrong and then add apostrophes. That's the big difference.
0: Um, you do a couple Y's in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but no, everything about this movie was so fucking half-assed that it infuriated the shit out of me. Uh, the the set design and prop work especially because most of in all. All of the digital props for computers and whatnot were either Logitech keyboards, Logitech flight sticks, uh iPhones, or cheap Android phones.
0: I actually Oh, did, and I've, an occasional I've, iPad. There was an iPad. I do remember at one point, one of the early scenes, someone is controlling a ship, and I looked and I was like, that's a very distinctive flight stick. I bet I can yep. find it. And it and is you did. an old yeah, it's an old Logitech one discontinued around 2012, I think. Uh, Which
1: means they probably found it in a Goodwill, and they're like, ah, that's sci-fi enough. Should we at least like
2: make it it look like it matched the set?
1: No, no, they didn't. It it is quite literally just a Logitech flight uh, stick, no modifications whatsoever. That they had them just be like, I'm, I'm a pilot. Mm." (laughs) I was, I was infuriated, Dylan. Like this, this, this was a waste of time. And if anybody out there is thinking. I need to go, and I need to watch this film. Don't. Don't. We watched it for free. Turns out we found it streaming on Vimeo for free.
0: Tubi. Tubi. Was it Tubi? Might have been Tubi.
1: I think it was Tubi. You're right, it was yeah. Tubi. It was Tubi. Uh, yeah. We found for, it streaming. When I
0: initially looked it up. It wasn't on there, but it was later, so that's how yeah. we found it.
1: So we found it. We watched it for free. Uh, I feel like they owed me money. They owe me money for making me sit through that. Because the worst part about it was... It wasn't so bad in a way that makes it fun to watch or entertaining. It was a bunch of stupid hot people in tight-fitting clothing that they got at the discount rack at Savers, and then tried to throw a bunch of random sexual tension, and literally at every other uh, shot, when there's a female character present, which was most of them, you had to make sure that you got boob in frame, even if like, you're talking you're like the. it's like a three-quarter shot where they're t- uh, looking directly at a guy talking you got to make sure somebody's tits are right up in the front third of you because otherwise how will you know you sh- you're talking to her you know how would you know it is concerningly bad and the fact that there are being more films by this company being made oh ugh. yeah the
0: asylum is incredibly prolific I'm sure they've released over a dozen films this year alone, and it's only February 19th.
1: Yeah, because, like, at least with something like Sharknado, it was uniquely bad. This was just bad and not unique. And that's no, not, that's, not that's, a that's a the thing worst thing it. you can be if you're a bad movie. If you're going to be a bad was, movie, you've got to be unique.
0: It was pretty unique seeing someone with a bright orange iPhone 5C strapped to their wrist as if it were a futuristic POMS device. That was, that was pretty You know, unique. that's
1: not unique, Dylan. I've seen kids Actually, do that. Oh,
0: fuck. Right.
1: Yeah, no, like, I've seen, like, kids playing around, like, having, like, phones strapped to their wrist with, like, hair ties, being like, ah, space, sci-fi. It's not, like, it takes two seconds. It's like, okay, how do I make a make a straightforward sci-fi thing for my costume? Oh, I know, I'll strap a phone to my wrist. Literally that's the first cute. thing you think of.
0: This would be the perfect time for you to pull out your Pit Boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I do I do have the Fallout 4 Pit Boy. Uh it is a hunk of plastic and it is hilarious. One day I'd like a like a proper nice looking one put together, but yeah, no. Like at least there's like accouchement to that, right? Like it's a screen with stuff on it, but like it actually looks like a device. Whereas this was quite literally just a phone, like strapped. It was in
0: like a a runner's strap. So it was uh yeah elastics and like an X configuration that were holding it on your wrist. It was so
1: Yeah, and it completely bad. clashed with the AliExpress uh, laser sci-fi visors <gasps> that they had everybody wear.
0: You can find them on AliExpress. I looked it up for a ninety-seven. You could get a pack of two and they will light up in one of like five different colors. It is... And they use the same two
1: for multiple shots. I don't think we ever saw mm-hmm. more than two in one single shot, so.
0: I don't think we did. Yeah, no. And they, I think they only used two colors. They had a blue one and a white one. Yeah. So yeah, no, they only had two. They that was their prop budget for those visors. Uh, they they the had Reaper no prop masks, budget. Yeah, but, the Reaper like, masks. They probably got it like Goodwill around Halloween, depending on when it was filmed. Uh, and they spent maybe they only had two of two or three of them on scene or on set at any given point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was you know maybe fifteen bucks. Look. Well, I'm just I was saying, not able to find the weapons though.
1: N- well, yeah, no, I, but they were very clearly like
0: Halloween store party something. city schlock. Some very organic, uh, titanist looking sci-fi rifle. I know I've seen it. I can't place where
1: The important thing is, is it doesn't matter. Because people students with iPhones as their main camera could have made a better film. Yeah. Very simply. It's just the sheer like Films like this make me angry, simply due to the fact that there's no heart or soul. It felt genuinely like what would happen if you tried to plug in a film into AI and specified sci-fi. That's what it felt like. The only reason I'm convinced it wasn't that is because there there were some very clear deliberate decisions being made by both actors, set designers, and the director, clearly. Uh, And unfortunately, those deliberate decisions were all bad.
0: Now you say the director, was it the director or the director of photography?
1: They're the same person, my guy. Because this guy is so full of himself, he put his name in the opening credits a twice. But... And don't get me wrong, if you're working with a small crew, a crew, you might wear many hats. Does not mean you get to put your name in the credits twice. You put your name in the credits once, and then you list what you did. And if you happen to be the director, just slap it at the end in the director's spot because yeah if you're the director you get to have the last name in the title credits that's fine that's the way it's been established but you don't get to have it once at the beginning and once at the end sandwiched by the disappointment that is the rest of your crew
0: honestly i don't think noah luke's name should be in any credits i actually don't know if noah luke is a real person i didn't see any pictures of them earlier when i looked it may just be a new alan smithy since they retired alan smithy as a name
1: Either way, it doesn't matter, because this movie has no soul, and that's coming from a ginger.
0: Ba-da-da.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the important thing is, is I'm done. This made me angry. There's no, there's no redeeming qualities. Like, I would have loved it even... Like, uh, like genuinely, this would have been better if they had committed to making it a porn parody, because that's kind of what they felt like they wanted that it to be. That would have
0: been hilarious.
1: Because at the very least, then we would see some hot, naked people. And, like, I don't watch movies for that purpose. But if I'm watching a very, very bad soulless movie, I'm gonna take what I can get.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll keep that in mind, Sean.
1: Oh, the important thing is, Dylan, I, I, don't, I don't... People who voted in the poll voted wrong. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Well, hey,
0: on the plus side, the people who voted in the poll are gonna get the other option that came up, too.
1: Oh, God, that's right. Uh, but wait... The other option's an etchy option, isn't it?
0: You bet oh. your
1: ass it is! <sighs> if it's at least hot, then maybe. Maybe it'll be more redeeming, because at least they're committing to their horniness rather than this schlock. I'm sad. I'm a sad boy.
2: So, John, what would
0: you guesstimate the IMDB rating for Attack on Titan is?
1: Two tops. Just two? Any more than that, and I'm slapping somebody.
0: I'm the closest human being to you, so I would advise against that. Uh,
1: Well, it better not be over two then.
0: (laughs) With a whopping 318 ratings, 2022's Attack on Titan has an IMDB rating of 2.7. Too high. Seven points too high.
1: It's not a three Seven though, so. points
2: too high? Like a full seven, it should actually be a negative five.
1: I stand by what I said. It, it, is, it is abysmal. It, it is not deserved of that. And the only reason I can imagine it has any ratings that are higher than a one or two star is simply due to the fact of memes. Because that's what, that's what gives like, these bad movies better ratings than they deserves are the memes. Like people being like, oh man, this is the best Attack on Titan I've seen, five stars. And I'm Bleh. It's malpoliticking all over again.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I actually found uh, the only written review that's above a three, uh, and it is, hey, it's good for asloym, spelled A-S-L-U-Y-M, instead of asylum. Uh, I really that's not, enjoy it.
1: No, no, it's not. It's not good for anybody.
0: I really enjoyed this, as good as many Psy films, and a lot better than others with bid name stars, so watch it, hey remember, it's a film about space, space, period, it's good CGI, it's got good sets, and it's a humaz, not cartoons, and we guys not even got coffee bar on moon yet, so give it a chance. Just think back to some creaky sets of Kirk Douglas or early Psy films. From asylum, uh, Aslium movies, which which warily were jokes. What more can I say? I don't know, but heck, they want their two bits worth, so I'll add the following. The actors had fun, the graphics were not embarrassing, and I had fun watching this, which, sorry, adult cartoons don't.
1: I'm okay with a meteor hitting us.
2: <laughs> I'll take it. Come on down. Straight on, please. God.
1: Uh. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Would I want to watch another Asylum film? Probably not. Not after this. They don't deserve oh. it. Oh, that's,
2: that's a problem. <laughs> I'm, just,
1: I'm so hurt. Oh, of course, you just have a whole list, don't you? Oh, great. Cool. The uh, Bully Sean with Asylum film special. Awesome. Wonderful. I'm. <laughs>
0: Sean, I promise you, the next thing I show you is not going to be an Asylum film. It's not going to be live action. It's not even going to be American. It's straight up just going to be an anime. You have my word.
1: Oh, shit. But if it's an edgy anime, that means it could be really fucking bad. There's no winning here.
0: There's only one way to find out. Tune in. Uh, I believe the bonus episode should be coming out sometime in early March. Uh, Oh, God. That soon? (laughs) As I make Sean watch something. It'll be available for all of our patrons at the $5 and above tier, and they will also have access to the 12 Days of April Fools, two years worth of it at this point, as well as a couple other bonus episodes.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, if if you want to give us money to watch me suffer, that's fine. I mean, that is, that is, that is, like, the big appeal of the Patreon at this point, I guess.
0: Oh, no! So, Sean, with all that in mind, would you like to watch another film with me?
1: (laughs) Not what I know is coming next! Maybe in
0: the distant future, but right now I'm hurt. So you're saying I can't just, you know, make it up to you right now with the D&D movie? You wouldn't do
1: that, you son of a bitch. I know
0: you. I'm
1: hurt. You would exploit me for content, and you've already promised what the next thing is. So... I mean, I never said it would be for
2: content.
1: You're a producer. You're exploiting me for content. I understand how this works.
0: Okay, okay, fair enough. Alright, alright, you got me. You got me. (laughs) Well... Thank you guys so very much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you would, I can't remember how this goes. Shit! I listened to this every single week, like like, multiple times
1: us for six years. You know, <laughs>
0: I listened to this multiple times every week. I listened to every episode at least twice, and I still occasionally miss things. Even, but yep. I mean, uh, you just
1: have to say hmm. thank you so much for uh, tuning in. If you enjoyed, uh, if you enjoyed
0: listening to my dear friend become very upset at a really terrible sci-fi film. With the name of a potentially worse anime, uh, leave us a review Um, on either Spotify, iTunes, I would say Stitcher, but they don't exist anymore, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. Or actually, I think we're actually now on Apple Music, too. Uh, And Google Podcasts is disappearing, too, bud. Fuck!
1: It's going to YouTube Music. Uh, Look, man, we're in an industry where people keep dropping like flies. That's uh, just the nature of the beast.
2: They keep destroying the
0: things I acknowledge the existence of yep and it's apple podcast uh, not
1: itunes what happened to itunes it's still they're still itunes but their podcasts are specifically apple podcasts oh. They, yeah i know i know it, it, it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but that's that's just what they do so
0: cool. or if uh you really want you can go on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context
1: gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus contents including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast
0: as well as having access to our warm-ups, which I believe right now we have, Okay, let's, I think we have nearly 100 hours worth of pre-banters at this point? Most of them are bad, but they do exist. They do exist. There's some good goofs in each of them. We put more effort into the comedy side of those than we do into the comedy side of the podcast half the time. Excuse you, sir. (laughs) I forgot I was on video. I forgot I was on video.
1: I straight up forgot I was on video.
0: Uh, Oh, that was great. Okay. So, Sean, speaking of patron rewards, who are some lovely people that have helped us out this week?
1: Of course, we love to send out our love and appreciation to all of our Blanche Bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls. But moving on to our uh, yandere waifus who uh, promise you one thing and then whack you upside the head with something completely different in the worst possible way. And on that list, we have to thank Dot, Adele Girl, Advanced drinking game, take a shot. Every time Sean says, ah, uh, you will absolutely die. Do not do that. Aisha Gudgee, AJ Tunnels, Amazing Muffin, and every day that raven comes to visit. Angel for a good cause. Been a while since I've changed my name on here, but I got a third 4.0, I can't believe it, and I'm also changing my major from Fear. Uh, Bento Kato. a by girls seeking tickets to Yamfest. Uh, Bert Flem. Uh, Brockard for Geodudes, the one known as Remington Loves the Spoon Man. Uh, cat girls are best girls, so give them cute little paws. Celestial Fox, Cheese Monkey, Chris Thor said. Goth has emerged from her depression and uh, cocoon and has decided to change her name. Good for you. Uh, DNA baby, Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Danielle Riots, Domo. Don't do drugs. Go to uh, <laughs> wow, being a self promo, cheeky, but I'll do it Someone for you. Someone just promo
0: their own Patreon.
1: Oh no, their own Twitch, but that's fine. Don't do drugs. Go to Jolly Green Gamer on Twitch. Uh, doo do do! it's Spoonman! Uh, Dungeon Meshi is almost as good as S-A- Oh, God, what is wrong with you? Excuse um, you! Uh, <laughs> edgy awkward girl born and raised in a Roman Catholic household, and Castlevania is a work of art. Uh, Erica McCorkle. Esteban Espino. Uh, Fantide. Ferble the Merble Durble Sherperble. What a name. Uh, Ginger Weep. Glenn Michael Dolan. Uh, happy 6th anniversary, you only reviewed Mercy's DD because you found the 1-foot extension for your 9-foot pole. Oh, dear. Um, entertain. Uh, I, Remington Chase, and once again reminding you that Sean thinks you should fuck your sister. I do not. Uh, I was hoping Rem would dislike even more than he did invalidate my opinion. Uh, I will never get more Ace of Diamond now I cry. I'm technically committing a felony listening to y'all at work. Uh, don't commit felonies, please? Do you, on I'm our sorry,
0: do you work for a government agency and are you not allowed to have your phone on you while you're working? Is that the... You know what? Is that the case? We're not snitches,
1: we're not gonna ask questions. Uh Icon Scout, Jam Hands, Jax, Joshua D, Jagardias, uh just watched SAO Alice Underworld Part 2, Episode 1, yikes, do-doo-doo doo. Yeah, that's not wrong. Uh Casty, King Rich Rock, Kylo, Link Jokerl, uh U Cheese Ha. Huh? Uh making fake malcan so I can rate forest fire 10 out of ten. Uh Myrna Cornfire, Makeka 7 Hierta. Uh, Misaka is not ashamed to admit that she was only in this whole Valentine's Day thing for the chocolate. Fair. Necrodancer1415. Uh, Nice Legs, Daisy Dukes, makes man go doo-doo-doo. Uh, Nick, I think it's doo doo don't know. Yeah, well, look at that. There, there have been a lot of doo doo to doos today, so I'm i blitzin'. Uh, 907. No waifu, no lifel. <gasps> Other Nut wants Daddy Dilf's pickle. There you go. Uh, uh, Paco El Musico. Professor Fox. Pro tips out of context. Whenever someone says you're incorrect, blame it on the Mandela Effect. That's what boomers are doing. Uh, Rem and Ram are best waifus, and I will murder all who disagree. Uh, Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Rem, please sing Sean's favorite bedtime song. Uh, Doki Doki Dachi Matra, Doki Doki Daki Matra, Choki Choki Choke the Chaka, oh my christ. Uh, well, he's not here to read that to me, so that's nice. Uh, Rem said April Fools 2 had a special musical episode, so here's 10 bucks. Rem uses the drums of liberation to free all weeds from bad anime. Remington is right, Rhiannon Williams. Riku the Dawn Hero, Ross Palmer, uh, Segoi Dekai, that's what she said, Seraphim the Shark Plushie, P- uh, Seth Senju, Shadow Crypted Milf, Sean can do-do-do-do these nuts, <laughs> Sean Farmer uh, Weeb's weekly docu-recommendation to is Rem from ReZero. Uh, for all the Rem paraphernalia I have accidentally, uh, I, I do not have a Rem docu And hopefully yeah, that doesn't
0: change. Yeah, shocking considering you even have an emerge on one.
1: well hey again none of them by choice uh no yep uh sean has had a last that could go all night but he got out of breath when he had to blow her up uh sean help i need more spoons for the spoon man (laughs) uh sean is roly poly rollins interesting sean puts the bara and capybara sean ruined my happy sugar life when he got i just really love the spoon man (laughs) more spoon mans this week rem is going to be so upset when he uh, unless we get to our episode soon uh Sean saying "Area in general" on two times speed sounds like "Area in general." Oh, <laughs> I feel like that would be the case
0: Who for anybody's two times speed. That seems a little much.
1: Maybe one point yeah. five, but like I know I talk fast, but like come on. Uh, Sean wants to taste Elf Mommy's delicious dungeon. Oh dear, uh, Sean, you aren't supposed to put your penis in there. That is uh, the nacho dip for the party. Uh, Sean, the Sean block is the best part of the Patreon reads. Sean wants to give the Spoon Man a thank and yank. Uh, and hey, Sean Block is done, thank God. Uh, Shoujo Addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Uh, Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life. Well, there's a fucking dated reference. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, Snakey Pie, someone asked me to name a generator, uh, name a greater philosopher than, uh, Nietzsche. Uh, I can't. Uh, Stacy's Mom, SuperZoo, Tails William, Turban. Uh, thanks for inviting me over, Sean, but can I please leave your Darky report report now? Uh, a lot of these are hilarious when I'm reading them because they, They base it under the assumption that Remington's going to be reading them. Yeah. Uh, uh, That guy who doesn't drink too much. It's not an addiction. I can quit whenever I want. Uh, The Capybara is now uh, drowning in an indescribable emptiness guitar solo. Fuck yeah. Uh, The Danish Viking will conquer the world with Roranora Zoro as my navigator. You're going to die. I'm sorry. Uh, The pocket big hole you need in your pocket. The Susanator. God, there are a lot of you. Incredibly, it's a great problem to have, but there are a lot of you. It is a great
0: problem. I love that we have this problem.
1: Uh, this show is a ploy to get Joe Biden reelected. Ooh, uh, not gonna comment on that. Uh, let's see, dagger Lily Snape, Titan CNH, totally God's angel, unhinged Prax, Utah number one, waiting for Rems only fans, ooh or I will find you, ooh Uh, walk me home gently. Week three of asking for a DBZ review. Finally, Sean. Uh, well, stuff my ass and call me Cork Borkner. Uh, when you finish, up, when you wish upon a Haruhi. Uh, why Sean? Why Sean? Uh, Yandere Neko, Xanax, Zombie Stomp, uh, My name is first now, bitch. Oops, sorry, i just overly excited. You're not a bitch, please don't hurt me. Uh, well, when I read it, I read it in proper alphabetical order, so unfortunately, uh, that didn't work this time, bud. Uh, but with that, we are done with the Yandere waifus, and we are now moving on to our boy wizard tier, where this week, you are all going to get... Yes. Uh, you know, you're going to... Quite simply, uh, you're going to get a... Uh, a porn parody title of a popular franchise, uh, because have that's basically, that if we have, oh well, it's been yeah. a minute, <laughs> Fair. Yeah, we, and there's nothing more appropriate than things. this, and now I just need to pull up a list of porn parodies, because shocker, I don't have that on hand.
0: I believe that is indeed a porn parody, yeah.
1: Okay, I don't want to actually watch porn parodies, I need a list of them, please. And first up on this list, we have, second to none, you're going to get, uh, MacGyver X. couldn't have come up with a better name than that gang. Oh, well, that's fine. Uh, Based on the MacGyver TV show. Uh, If you don't know what that is. I barely know her. (laughs) Oof. Uh, Animated Z, you're going to get Hand Solo, uh, which is a parody of Solo, a Star Wars story. (laughs) Uh, Christ. Uh, Anonymous, you're going to get Game of Bones. You can guess what that one is. Uh, Beethoven 1201, you're going to get. (laughs) Appropriately,
0: Skank (laughs) Nato. There was already a porn star in Sharknado. So Well,
1: hey, this one is Skanknado. Is she, is it's completely she the, different.
0: Is she, is she in Skanknado? I I wish Skanknado. Dog, Dog. I've got
1: i I've got a list of names and that's all I've got. Uh next up, uh uh bling bong bong bling bong bong bling bong bong born uh repeated. Uh you're going to get uh Big Bang Theory, A triple X parody. Oh. Like they didn't even need to change the name for that one. No. Eh. Uh, Blood Cell, not the protein shake loving gym addicted, always angry white ones. The Gamer Subs guzzling angels, the red ones. Uh, You're going to get uh, Die Hard Triple X, which, like, if you didn't know (sighs) any better, you'd just think that that was, like, a mashup of Bruce Willis films.
0: Triple X is Vin Diesel.
1: Ah, son of a bitch. It was was a bad movie. You tried. You tried. I tried. Uh, I don't watch bad action movies of my own volition. Uh, Carver271. You're going to get. God, some of these names are just. Oh, I hate that. Uh, well, I guess it's technically a parody. Uh, simply titled The Donald, which is a parody of Donald Trump, apparently, which, heh,
0: <laughs> nasty. Um. Did they spray paint my plumber orange?
1: Yeah, if only.
0: Uh, Crimson
1: Reaper's just because of the size, you get Captain America, an Axel Braun parody. Don't oh, know who Axel that Braun. is. Axel
0: Braun. Uh, the Axel Braun ones, none of them are gonna have fun names. So it's just gonna yeah, say no. an Axel Braun parody.
1: Yeah, uh. Let's see, uh, Demon Ray Thirteen. You are going to get Star Wars: The Last Temptation. That's pretty good. Uh, Star War uh, parody of The Last Jedi. Let's see, uh, Drew, Drew, Drew. You said your name thrice, so now you're doomed. You're going to get This Ain't Fallout, which is a parody of Fallout, the game franchise. Ah, oh, thing, I thought it was gonna be a parody
0: of Fall Guys.
1: Nah, no, nah, no, no. that probably exists. Let's be honest. Probably.
0: I'm just trying to imagine that, and I don't want to.
1: Well, nice. hey, look, I'm the one looking at all the porn uh, titles, so, you know. Uh, I finally remembered to change my name. Now what to make it, uh, Spiceitis? You're going to get the uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia parody, The Gang Makes a Porno, which, quite frankly, I wouldn't sounds be surprised. Like an
2: episode.
1: Which is what makes it a great name, I think, because I feel like that would just be a sunny ep- uh, episode.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Kugor, uh, you're going to get, I hate this one, but I'm going to tell it to you. Star Wars. Uh, The parody of Tomb Raider, based on the Tomb Raider film specifically, uh, Hoon Raider. Uh, eh. This is why we're an explicit podcast, folks. Uh, Latino's seventh anime at age five was Digimon. Oh shit, they can respawn. You're going to get Power Bangers, which is a Power parody. Make a new Patreon account until... Oh wow, that's a spelling I haven't seen. Uh, Sean shows Ram Healer Girl number one. Oh god, you are committing. Uh for, well the first one you're gonna get is uh is Anchor Woman, which is a parody of Anchor Man, the legend of Ron Burgundy. Uh mm-hmm. for making a New Patreon Accounts so until sean shows Rem Healer Girl number two, you're going to for that one, you're gonna get uh Apocalypse X, which is kind of cheating because it's just saying it's a, a parody of all Apocalypse films. And then for making a New Patreon Accounts so until Sean Show's Rem Healer Girl number three, uh you're gonna get uh, well, that this is a funny name. Uh Based on uh, the uh, based on Ex machina, uh, sex machina, sex
2: machine.
1: Yep, uh, Miguel Delion, you're going to get. Uh, uh, God, that's such a bad name, uh, but it's apparently what the studio does. Uh, you're going to get uh, the parody of Avatar to uh, this ain't Avatar. Well, at least they're honest. I guess. I have left. I might need a new list because a lot of these are just uh, the God. whoever this Axel Braun guy is awful. Like, yeah, no, no naming sense. Uh, Mike says, get in the fucking robot rem, You're going to get the whore of Wall Street. Now, excuse me while I find a new, uh, a new BAT PUSSY! (laughs) Yeah, I saw that one, and I did not want to read that one. (laughs)
0: Come on.
1: Okay, okay, see, this is a good name. Uh, Monogatari has everything you guys said you like in an anime this week. They do some things very different way. Uh, You get Sex Files, which is a parody of X-Files, which is pretty funny. Poopy butthole, you're going to get. See, that's not just a. Par- that's just. That's not even a parody. That's just a. Bu- that's just your favorite Spider-Man characters all in one thing. Uh, as Spidey pool a triple X experience, which apparently has both Spider-Man, Deadpool, and uh, uh Spider Gwen as well. Oh. Cause why- yeah, because you know why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Uh, Remington Chase's laugh is my favorite sound. You're going to get tits a wonderful life. <laughs> That's a fucking great name. That is a <laughs> oh, fucking great that's a name. Good one. Roskop, you're going to get Titanic Orgy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's Titanic just slapping an orgy at they the end. They go
0: down with the ship. God, so these
1: these these are the ones that I would have just come up with on the spot, I feel like, if I was asked to name porn parodies of films. Uh so thank god I don't have to. Uh uh, Rodeo, you get a tale of two titties. Uh Ryan and Milena are eagerly waiting for the 300th episode, uh which I think is next episode if I'm not mistaken. Uh you're you're going to get It's the one after this.
0: Or one after next. This
2: uh, is uh you're going to get
1: everybody does Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Sean hopped off uh board in search of all those one piece milfs. Uh there aren't many, I'll tell you that much. You're going to get <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Layer. That that's yeah, it's better than a lot of those names, but it's not that clever. Yep. Uh Sean hopped off uh, oh I read that one. Uh Silent Secondary, you're going to get the Horny Mooners. It's kind of a double uh uh pun there, based yeah. off of the honeymooners.
2: Yeah.
1: Pff, cry it out loud. Uh thank you, this podcast helps my mental health. Well what's not, you know what's not gonna help your mental health? Uh Foreskin Grump, which is a forest gump parody. I'm sorry. I didn't want it to exist either. Uh and let's see. Oh, we still got quite a few more. Holy shit. Uh that mouse girl, you're going to get Yeah. Uh you're going to get uh Pulp Friction. And I need a new list again. God damn it. Oh, here we go. Uh and let's see. Vincent Galabrizi, you're going to get Flesh Gordon. Viper, you're going to get Down on Abbey. Tales from Bottomly Manor. Alright, I'll give you credit for that one. That's that's fine. And last but certainly not least, uh who does Sean like more? Judy Hops or Elf Milfs? You're going to get Bikini Jones and the Temple of Eros. Holy oh, shit!
0: Indiana Jones. Okay.
2: okay.
1: Yeah. They yep. they went the completely. They, different... they, they went a little harder for that one.
0: They went a little extra. Yeah. They, they, they 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 did a stretch.
1: Yep. But now moving on to the uh, above and beyond to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler, where as Joey Wheeler, uh, my dear co-host Dylan is going to. Uh is going to give Yeah, okay, yeah, he's going to give a a plot of he's gonna give a plot of an of a movie, and I'm going to give it an equally appropriate anime title as Joey Wheeler. Uh starting with <clears throat> a
2: starting with Blue Bear in fifteen. Alright, let me see if I can kinda get into the voice here. Alright, that's not too bad, I guess. I don't know. It's a little hard to just kinda flip into it. Uh, hey Yuges! Uh, you're gonna get a Christian film where a kid wishes he wasn't a Christian anymore and in fact it turns out his life is really rad but his best friend committed suicide.
1: Christ, alright, uh, and that loving film is gonna be titled, Fruits Basket. (laughs) Next up is Rem's
2: dear old mom. You're gonna get a heartwarming film about a kid who commits suicide and then he comes back to life in six years just to find out the world was really a better place without him. Okay, we gotta cu- cool it with all the suicide,
1: please. <laughs> uh, but for you, you're going to get... Because, uh, I mean, this is Remington's mom here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the the title of this loving film is very straightforward. Uh, it is Pokemon. Okay. And let's see. And then uh, Fisher's Fritz... F- uh, fish, Fritz, Fish, Fish, Fritz, Fishers, fritz, fritz, Uh I'm having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. No, you're not. I can see you on the webcam. Okay, listen here. <laughs>
2: Was that the full name? That was the full name. You're gonna get a truly fantastic tale about a brave little household appliance who realizes that, you know, sometimes it's okay to just be a magic wand. Uh, you're going to
1: get Neon Genesis Evangelion. And then last but certainly not least... Oh, dear. Well, I know who posted this one, but... Well, here we go. Uh, her breasts heaved like a stormy ocean, and her pointy nipples were like hypodermics washed upon the shore.
2: Jesus you're gonna fucking Christ. You're gonna get a film about a shipwashed junkie who goes through all of the stages of withdrawal and becomes a better person, and when she comes back to the mainland, she has to come to terms with the fact that she's not the person she left as.
1: And the title of that film is gonna be very straightforward. It's going to be Pretty Cure. And that will do it. Thank you all once again uh, for tuning in. Uh, if you'd like to reach out with uh, questions, comments, or recommendations, you can reach us at AnimeOutOutContext at gmail.com or AnimeConPod at Twitter. At Twitter? On Twitter. Look, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> the important thing is that we're on, we're on the Twitter. It's horrible, uh, but we're there as uh, at AnimeConPod.
0: Something, something. As always, folks, don't ruin. Uh, don't, don't rip off. Don't rip. Don't rip off films. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it.
1: I'm gonna go get a drink.
0: Do, do, to do.